0: Just as I am, thy love unknown Has broken every barrier down Now to be thine, yea, i alone, O Lamb of God I come, I come Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this morning. Revelation 2.10, from one of the great sections in Scripture, the letters to the seven churches in Asia. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown of life. Your friends in Christ. Be faithful. Be faithful. What does it mean? What do you think of when you hear that phrase? Be faithful. Oh, maybe you think of a, a faithful friend who was there during difficult times. Maybe you think of a sports fan, somebody who is faithful even in the midst of losing record after well now we're getting a little too close to home, right? Be faithful. We hear those words when a man and a woman pledge their love for each other before the altar of God, and they pledge their faithfulness to each other. To be faithful literally means to keep your promises. God asks us, God demands of us, to be faithful, and that's a tall order. In fact it's an impossible order. The only way we can be faithful is by comparison. See I might be able to be more faithful than him and he might be able to be a little more faithful than her but faithfulness on this side of heaven is always imperfect. In fact Life itself is one long continuous strain of broken promises and faithlessness. So what is God saying here in Revelation 2.10? Try your hardest. I'll measure on a scale. No, not in any way, shape, or form. God is calling us to faith in the one who is truly faithful. And that one is Jesus. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, who took on flesh and blood and came and dwelt among us. Why? Because we're not faithful. He placed himself under God's holy law, the Ten Commandments, and he kept them perfectly for us. God's word says the wages of sin is death. Jesus didn't sin. Jesus didn't have to die. But he freely and willingly took on the sin of the world, the unfaithfulness of the world into himself and onto himself all the way to Calvary's cross, where he bled and died for the life of the world. My friends, Jesus really died on that day we call Good Friday, but he didn't stay dead. The stone-cold body of Jesus was placed in a tomb and three days later, Jesus who was dead is alive. God's faithfulness to us continues even in death. Jesus defeated our greatest enemy, death. He conquered sin, death, and the grave for us. He was faithful to the command of his Father in heaven. He was faithful in his dedication and love for people like us. And it is that faithfulness, even though we are unfaithful, it is that faithfulness that God gives to us. He pours it out to us in the waters of holy baptism. He delivers it into our ears every time we hear the good news of the gospel. He places it on our lips when we eat and drink Christ's body and blood in the Holy Supper. It is that faithfulness that we celebrate here today. When I think of the word faithful, I can't help but think of Lois. She was faithful in so many ways. wasn't perfect and she knew that, but she was faithful. She was a faithful wife, a faithful mom and grandma, a faithful friend, a faithful member of the church every time we would go for a visit. She didn't tell us about her problems, she wanted to know how so-and-so was doing at church. What about this project going at church? Always caring and concerned about others. On some of those days when um, she wasn't feeling a hundred percent, she was still dressed to the nines when we came for a visit. Why? Because she was going to church! She was going to church! And she wanted to give her best to God, always. Even days when her legs were aching. Even days when maybe she was feeling a little bit sorry for herself because she couldn't get out of that dang chair. Even those days, there was a smile on her face and a pep in her voice and a spark in her spirit. You know what I'm talking about. She was faithful. She had faith in the promises of God for her. She knew she was a sinner. She confessed her sins gladly and openly and joyously received the forgiveness of sins. Always with a smile on her face. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She longed to hear the Word of God. Now you know Lois loved to read. She was a faithful reader. When uh, Clark, Jerry, Gramercy, all these places, they ran out of books. They couldn't keep her in books. She was such a voracious reader. She wanted to read. And so we would always bring her things to read. Things that continually pointed her to her faithful God. Sometimes when when people get a little bit older, mind's not quite as sharp and you read, but you really can't remember what you read or much of what you read. God blessed Lois with a sharp mind up till the very end. You'd say, Lois, what have you been reading lately? She'd point to the book, what's it about? Well, there went five minutes. Because you'd get the entire plot line. Don't spoil it, Lois, I might read it again one day. We've all been blessed by knowing Lois Garris. We've all been blessed to know that smile, to know that laugh, to know that love. I remember one of the, one of the last times when she was physically able to come into church. She was with several of the little old widow ladies that all sit together. And one of them, seeing Lois with the cane, said, let's sit in the back. Lois didn't even listen. She paraded right to the front row and sat down. And if the other ones wanted to sit with her, they had to follow. And they all did. Was she making a show? Of course not. She wanted to be up front so she could hear. So she could hear the Word of God. So she could hear about the faithfulness of her God who bled and died for her and gave her hope and gave her life and gave her the forgiveness of sins. That's what sustained her these many years. Whether you realize it or not, that is the absolute greatest legacy. That she has given you a model and a picture of faithfulness in hearing and receiving the word of God. Today we, we stand at the gravesite. It's over, right? No, it is not. Because Jesus promises that whoever hears my word, whoever eats and drinks my body and blood, will live forever. You will never die. God promises as we've heard in all of our readings at this committal service God promises that on the last day he will raise up all the dead bodies bodies and souls will reunite and in our flesh we will see the Lord in a sense as great as the good news is the best is yet to come life forever body and soul with our Lord and Savior Jesus. I want you to think of one final thing today. God's Word promises that when we die, we immediately go to heaven. Our bodies are planted here, and we await that, that last day, the resurrection of the flesh. But our souls, the moment we die in faith, are with Jesus forever imagine what Lois is seeing now angels and archangels and all the company of heaven all the company of heaven there's art a grand and glorious family reunion not only for art and Lois but for all of us who cling to Jesus death and resurrection in faith There are many times when we are faithless, but thanks be to God, he is faithful to you and for you. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, and our faithfulness in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I
0: I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We now commit the body of our sister
1: Lois, to God's care, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, who will change our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subdue all things to himself. May God the Father, who created this body, may God the Son, who by his blood redeemed this body, And may God, the Holy Spirit, who by holy baptism sanctified this body to be his temple, keep these remains to the day of the resurrection of all flesh. Amen. Amen. Stought by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. Our
0: Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
1: Let us pray. Almighty God, by the death of your son, Jesus Christ, you destroyed death. By his rest in the tomb, you sanctified the graves of all your saints and by his bodily resurrection you brought life and immortality to light, so that all who die in him abide in peace and hope. Receive our thanks for the victory over death and the grave that Jesus won for us. Keep us in everlasting communion with all who wait for him on earth, and with all in heaven who are with him. For he is the resurrection and the life, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He, he is, is risen, risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let us go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace.
0: Amen.